Hello, and welcome to the Heartland Teaching Podcast, sponsored by the UMKC Regional Professional Development Center at Union Station. Our mission is to bring educators together for meaningful conversations about the challenges and successes of teachers in the Heartland. So sit back and relax and enjoy our show. Happy Wednesday, Brett. Well, happy Wednesday, Teresa. How are you? I am doing fantastic. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Good. Hey, did you get a chance to play? We talked about play last week. Did you up your play game? No. No? I'm, I'm, I'm woefully disappointed. I know. Well, you know, there's <laughs> I, I, solitaire. I don't know. What 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 do you want me to do? That's not going to happen. You know. I, I think I told you last week I went to a virtual bingo game, so maybe you should start playing bingo more. I think uh, I don't know about that. I don't know if that's something I would do. Yeah, you're not into bingo? No. no. Yeah. All right. Well, it was a fun bingo night. I'm going to play bingo more, whether you are or not. <laughs> well, that sounds good. I mean, you know, I, I guess this COVID's affecting me a little bit more than I thought it would to, today, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I get it. But we all need to find reason to play. <laughs> that's right. Well, we've got some good things to talk about, though, today, don't we? We do. Absolutely. Kind of kind of on our themes of music and, uh, and friends and play. And we're going to we're going to try to do something a little bit with with movies today. Is that yeah, right? okay. absolutely. So I've been doing this um, icebreaker t- slash team builder um, activity with groups for a few years can't remember where I first saw it if I could I'd give credit but I really enjoy it and so here's the challenge Brett and anyone listening can play along think of and you know don't like this isn't there's no high stakes here but just think of what are the top three or four movies that you know if you're flipping through and they're on you're going to stop so your top three or four movies of all time okay all right. So yeah. while you're while you're thinking, because you know dead air while you're thinking is not really good on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I do this, like my movies are um, an American President, okay, Chocolate, yeah, and Accepted. Okay, great. All right. Do you have your three movies, and then we'll do the next step. I do. Okay. Uh, what are they? The Natural, mm-hmm. uh, Indiana Jones, the first one. Ooh. And like then, uh, life is beautiful. Oh man, those are some good movie movies. Um, I'm not as familiar with the natural, but the other two, yeah, they're they are somewhere on my list as well. Okay, so okay. here's the challenge. So I said mine were accepted, an American president, and chocolate. And so my okay. challenge is to think, like, what is a common theme that my favorite movies might have. And so, you know, I've done this team builder many a time, so I already quickly have my answer. Okay. You know, when I think about it, in an American president, you've got a widowed president who first off starts off, you know, playing the bureaucratic game, you know, working with lobbyists, you know, trading deals in order to get what he wants, and then finally stands up against that status quo and says, you know, this isn't how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to be more purist. And his issue in the movie was um, guns, was gun control. 
and just said, you know, we're not going to barter for that. We're going to make that the issue. So he kind of confronts the status quo. And when I think about Chocolat, it's a woman chocolatier living in a very legalistic community where decadent things like chocolate would, would not be favored, where a woman business owner would not be favored. So, you know what she's doing? Standing up against the status quo. Okay. The same is true about Accepted, because uh-huh. in that movie, um, a lot of people haven't seen it. Basically, um, some people don't get into college, so they start their own college. And they stand up against the status quo of what learning looks like. And so as I reflected on my movies, I was like, wow, that's interesting. They're all about standing up against kind of the status quo. And then if I reflect on my own life, I think I kind of tend to do that sometimes. Well, I I can see that. That's good. So let's see. What do you think a theme might be for the natural Indiana Jones and life is beautiful? Oh, wow. I, you know, it's, uh, so the natural is baseball movie, Roy Hobbs, uh, you know, kind of some life takes a turn against him and he doesn't start baseball till later on in life. Mm-hmm. And he's, a, you know, he's just a great baseball player and, and he brings this team together. And, um, uh, and in spite of the, uh, the owner ownership and some of the other problems that are going on in his life, he, they, they make it to the championship. And he, it's, it's all, you know, they make it and, and he brings this team back. Okay. Uh, so then in Indiana Jones, uh, it's just, you know, Indiana Jones, he's just, it's just kind of daring do and just, uh, you know, just, just kind of a, a great action adventure type movie. Yeah. And but a great journey beautiful. too. A what? great journey uh, in, in a Indiana. great journey yeah. yeah yeah and then life is beautiful is just um how wow. um how a dad protects his son mm. even okay protects his son through uh the holocaust mm-hmm. by not letting him know what was going on really mm-hmm. and uh yeah so those i don't the common theme i guess is uh, oh like I guess when you're in hard times or when you're mm-hmm. struggling through stuff, you know that you're that you make it through there, or that you, uh, you know, you find a way. There, there's mm-hmm. always a way. So, yeah, something like find that. A, find a way, make a way. Yeah, yeah. And you know, do you think that's true of your life? Have you been someone who always tries to find a way, make a way? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. To, to, to varying degrees of success. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's quite true for all of us. So right. I just think it's kind right. of interesting, like, and, you know, if our listeners think about it, you know, just write down your top three or four movies that you always watch. You know, if it's on, I'm so, going to watch it. And then think, is there a common theme there? So if you have a team that's doing this, are they supposed to listen to each other's movies and then come up with the theme that they think is there would that be helpful yeah so the way i've done it is you know ask people to write down their movies obviously don't tell them why you're writing it down because then people think too hard does this movie fit reflect Uh, me right yeah and then i put them in small groups uh partnerships would work obviously depending on the size of your group and then they share and collectively try to identify the theme for each other because you know sometimes 
um, you know, if we're so close to it, we don't see it. And then also everyone's brain kind of works differently. Like I've had groups where, you know, someone put a lot of uh, rom-com, romantic comedies, and they're like, oh, it just must be that I love love. Well, you know, you can go a little deeper. All right. So what's the common theme with these love stories? Is it that they were a mismatched couple that, you know, wouldn't work, you know? So it really helps to have group think because you push each other to, to keep going one level deeper. Uh-huh. So even thinking about your movies, they were all adventures of some sort, not necessarily positive adventures, but, you know, Indiana Jones is adventure, the adventure of living, living in a concentration camp, the adventure of coming back to baseball later in life. Well, you could have just stopped there, but you know, you naturally went a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. If you were in a group, the group could have pushed you there. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty good. So we got now thinking about that, you know, mm-hmm. so coming back, that's a great, that's a great team builder for like coming back to school next year. Absolutely. Principals or school leadership. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, but we are mid, we are in hump day of teacher appreciation week. We are. And uh, okay. So here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think teachers are more appreciated this year than last? Hmm. Wow. I find that a really interesting question because what I want to say is yes. And what I see in social media from, um, you know, celebrities and politicians and big is, is this great outpouring of appreciation. And I see that from some parents too, but then the ugly side of the coin that I see is why are teachers getting paid? They're not doing anything right now. Having said that, I'm going to say we are 80% more appreciated than ever because of the hard work and that there is a very small and smallest sometimes vocal group that, um, that really it's not that it's about the teachers. They're just frustrated with their own situation right now. And, you know, when we're frustrated, we lash out sometimes. So I think teachers are, definitely appreciated how about you okay uh you can disagree you no know, no no i i uh i think we're they're they're more appreciated but as usual as usual for the wrong reasons all right say more okay all right um i think that i now not all not all okay not all it's just for the people who think that i'm speaking of everybody uh, <laughs> if, uh, if you think I'm speaking of you and you take offense to this, I wasn't speaking of you. And you can stop following you on Twitter, right? You should stop yeah, right. on Twitter. Yeah, I, I wasn't speaking directly to you personally. If you take offense to this, uh, I was speaking to the person next to you. Yeah. Okay. Good. So, uh, okay. <laughs> so it works like this. I think that right now. Some parents, okay, mm-hmm. are appreciative of teachers because of the babysitting oh. that they that, that that they think goes on at schools. Like oh, they aren't appreciative absolutely. of the edu- of the education that is happening at schools and how thirty kids in a classroom are learning for seven hours a day. You know, 
I I think they're they're just going. Uh, you know, uh, they, they, whatever is going through their minds, but they're they're appreciative that they have a place to put their kids during the day. Okay, I, I'll all right. I'll get behind that. All right, that's mean, but it's but I think to some to some degree that's so. So again, they've missed the point of what teachers do. They've missed the point, right? Yeah. Uh, but then the other piece of me uh, of it is like. I am seeing on social media how teachers are saying they're getting all these messages where they say, okay, I, I, I received these four emails today from the same assignment that I sent home. And the messages are that work was too hard. That work was too easy. You give too much work. You give too little work. Oh yeah. So, so, you know, so now they're, you know, they're pulled a million different ways. So, I, I, I love that we have Teacher Appreciation Week. I think uh, one of the disservices is we're not in schools to really do anything about it. You know, uh, that's, you know, I, I have seen the parades go by my house of teachers right. driving by and waving at their kids, right? Right. Where are the parades driving by the teacher's house from Somebody. the kids and their parents? You, you know? know, what's uh, interesting about that is last week on a Zoom chat with area principals, we brainstormed and shared some of the ideas that the leaders were doing, not the parents, but leaders were uh -huh. doing to honor and celebrate their their teachers. And um, there were so many great ideas like reverse parade. So this one school <laughs> set up around their school like balloons and posters. And then they had like little gift bags and the teachers drove through the school, picked up their gift bag and kind of, it was a reverse parade instead of taking it right. to the teachers. And then another uh, principal, Wendy Klein, she and her assistants drove for nine hours and 45 minutes and oh, delivered wow. porch treats to every single staff member. And she posted how many miles it was. I don't remember, but, you know, we live in a metropolitan area where you could have a teacher that lives down in Belton and up in Smithville, you know, yeah. so you're in the whole city. Yeah. So I know leaders have been doing it. I hope parents have as well. I, I tell you that that says a lot about Wendy Klein right there because she's an extremely, uh, she's a fantastic leader. I know her. She's, she's yeah, well, you actually leader, are her, so. are her mentor, Brett. Uh, yeah. But I, I didn't, you know, she's, she's, doesn't need any mentorship she's she's out there she's, she's out stellar. there yeah. but i i will tell you this Teresa. i i think i don't know i i i just i want people to understand that teachers the work teach. that goes on in schools oh my gosh they the education kids are missing right now mm -hmm. okay is uh you know i i think back to last year where we had 13 snow days Right. And I, I mean, these teachers, these teachers were pulling their hair out trying to figure out how are we going to make up 13 missed days? Right. Right. And then this year we have like 45 or 49. We're making up yeah. Yeah, three, three months of not being in school. Yeah. You know, those are the same kids that last year missed 13 days. Well, you know, these the teachers that I've talked to, they are really worried of the gaps yeah. that are going to happen because of this stuff. And I, you know what? That's the kind of stuff I love. That's what teacher appreciation is. They're, they're really thinking about where are they going next year yeah. with this stuff. 
so that they can teach these kids and get them back up to, to where they're supposed to be. Yeah. True concern for their so kids. Yeah. That's why I appreciate teachers. That's, that's the kind of stuff that I hear from them that makes me just, just, I'm just proud to, to have been in the ranks there yeah. for many years, that's you know? Neat. Well, happy teacher appreciation to all the teachers out there who are listening for sure. Yes. Well, maybe we should take our, so, our movie theme full cycle then. Okay. Okay. So we started with, right. you know, modeling a little team builder that could be done and appreciating teachers. You know, there are a slew of school or teacher featured movies out there. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite teacher or teacher. school or education movie? Uh, mine is an, a very old movie. Well, you're, um, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's, a, it's, Just and, you know, I have to go, I, I always have to go back to the seventies or early eighties, you know, with <laughs> all my great. favorites. Uh, so, um, mine is a movie called teachers. Oh, I kind of, all right. Tell us about and, it. I remember. Uh, teachers was a movie with, yeah, I think it starred Nick Nolte. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was in it was in 1984. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just look, looking it up real quick to okay. see. So it was a, a satire about um, the world of teaching, and the, you know it the, it kind of it character it, it characterized teachers in into little clicks and cliches and stuff. But the thing that I liked about it was there was uh there was this teacher named ditto and we all have seen this teacher in our lives okay somehow and what did you know this is back when they had the ditto machines not the copies right <laughs> okay so, with the blue uh okay. yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay so every morning teachers would come in try to get their copying done for their assignments for the day and ditto would be at the ditto machine making hundreds of copies, collating them all together by hand, stapling them together and putting these packets out for all the kids to come in. And his classroom was the most, this, this high school was, was nuts. Like they had behavior problems all the time, but, but uh, in his classroom, the classroom management was perfect because he would sit in the back of the classroom. The kids would come in and grab a packet, go to their seat, fill out the packet. The bell would ring, they turn in the packet. And then the next day they come in, grab a packet, go sit in their seat. And it was that way every day. And he would sit at the back of the room and read a newspaper. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the, the, the joke of the movie was that at one point, Ditto died uh, in, in the back of the room. Uh-huh. But he had his packets done for the week. Okay. So the kids came in day after day. Mm-mm-mm. with the guy in the room and they realized like three days after he had passed away oh my that gosh he had... well um i remember seeing that movie a long long time ago i might have to add it to my rewatch list yeah uh-huh. okay so you want to hear about my favorite movie i've yes. got too many but i'm gonna narrow it down and, and i'm not gonna use the one that's in my top three accepted although everyone should watch that one because it really might be my favorite education movie but since i already talked about uh-huh. accepted 
you know, I thought, oh, maybe Dead Poets Society. Nope. Mr. Holland's Opus. Nope. Okay. Here's the thing. I love a good sports movie. Like you, you give me a sports movie and I'm all in. And so the education sports movie, I'm going to combine them. That is my number one is coach Carter. Um, yeah. Okay. It's a more recent okay. movie. Well, it's in the two thousands. Um, <laughs> but if you don't remember it, coach Carter is actually also based on a true story about a um, high school basketball coach um, who the controversy becomes that you know his team is undisciplined and unmotivated academically and so going back to what you were saying about what you appreciate about teachers he makes a uh you know a controversial decision and he shuts the basketball he, he shuts the program down he's like we are not going to play basketball until you get your grades up everyone on this team needs to be at a c plus or better and we're not we're not playing. And I mean, this was a team that had you know lots of potential to and to you know take championships, and um, lots of the players had a belief system that their way out of their current situation was to get recruited to play basketball professionally. But he made a hard decision and said, you know what's most important? What's most important is that you learn to be respectful, that you learn that academics and knowledge are power. And I just really appreciate the bravery that he showed to do something that was so countercultural. And I think part of the reason that movie always comes to mind is he does a great speech mid movie and he quotes uh, Marianne Williamson's part of her, her book uh, return to love. And I don't know if you remember that scene or if you've even seen the movie, um, but I'm going to tell you what he yeah, not I've, I've I've seen the movie and I met Coach Carter. I have to tell you about that. Oh my gosh! But, okay, well let me tell yeah. you the Marianne Williamson quote. Just and then I do. I have to know about. Forget it. Who cares about the quote? People can Google it. No, no. I want to hear. I want to hear okay. the quote now. Now you got me okay. interested. Um, it's that our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. You play small, you playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that others won't feel insecure around you. We're all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give others permission to do the same. As we are all liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. And I just like that because I know so many kids and young people are afraid just to be bold and to be powerful because it won't be cool or others will feel bad if, if we're better than them. And I just really appreciate, you know, our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. It's that we're powerful beyond measure. I just love that. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, oh my gosh, you met him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so he did a uh, motivational speech at the Kaufman Foundation for administrators one time, and I went to that and uh, uh, got my picture taken with him. And and but the thing that I remember about the speech the most, I don't remember much of what he mm -hmm. said because it was all you know, you know how it is with a lot of those speak. They kind of run right, it right, together, right, yeah, right, absolutely. They, they aren't okay. 
So, but, uh, but the thing I remember the most about him was in order to keep everybody's attention, first, he's a very, uh, he's a very loud speaker. Okay. Like you didn't need a microphone. We're in a huge room. You can hear him all over the Mm -hmm. place. He's booming, booming Mm -hmm. voice. Right. But to emphasize his point, he would walk around the room and he would slap you on the back in order to like emphasize a, Uh a point. And he'd, and he'd say, boom, when he slapped somebody on the back. And so uh, uh, I, I was like, I was entertained yeah. by that. I, it, was, it was very entertaining to watch. Like people were cringing when he would come <laughs> to their side of the room, just knowing that <laughs> here comes this yeah. boom. He's going to lower his <laughs> boom on you. It's going to happen. And, uh, and so I, you know, and I found myself when he would come over to my side of the, of the room, I'm like, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Wow. So, yeah, that was that entertaining. So he, he kept me on. on the I love it. Well, it, and it's a great yeah. movie, a great movie about an educator that stands up for what's right. And I'm going to make a quick connection. What did he do? He confronted the status quo. I just made another connection that maybe I like it because it's part of my movie theme thing that that's very well yeah i mean he's like hey i know sports are king but here learning and respect is going to be king because that's going to take kids a lot further yeah (sighs) well i wish we didn't have to work today i might want to go binge watch some of these movies yeah well you can watch them tonight you know that's true that's true well brett it's another great wednesday yeah well thanks for this is there's some good ideas in there for uh that team building activity i love that and hopefully people can use it this yeah absolutely absolutely all right brett so we're going to be back in a week and i'm sure we will between now and then think of something that we can ramble on on our wednesday exchange yes and we've had some feedback from some from from both of our okay and what and uh uh they they're telling us uh one theme song probably needs to change a little bit so i got working on that uh two maybe maybe uh maybe just make it the the wednesday exchange so working on that too uh so this is you know might have some changes in store one of the other things that i'm hearing is they they really do want a comment section so we got to figure out a a way to get people to be able to comment uh on what we talk all right well you know what we've got that growth mindset we're going to make those things work i'm going to be thinking about a wednesday exchange theme song okay all right have a great day all right sounds good Uh you've been listening to the heartland teaching podcast sponsored by the umkc regional professional development center at union station if you've enjoyed this podcast, please hit the subscribe button so that future podcasts will be made available to you at the touch of your podcast button. Please feel free to leave your comments on this podcast or register for one of our events by clicking the link on the attached podcast. We hope that we see you soon.